Hey everyone, this is Sergeant First Class Ross, your usual host of the Every Soldier Counts podcast. But for this episode, we're doing something a little different. I am getting out, stepping out of the host chair, and I'm letting Staff Sergeant Landon Allen host instead for a special episode dealing with Sharp at the squad level. Now, we're in the middle of Sexual Assault Awareness and Prevention Month, and so this was an idea to kind of uh, bring everything down to the squad level and show how uh, young leader can educate his troops and help his troops deal with uh, sharp issues. So hope you can enjoy this, get something from it. Um, but here we go. I'll let Sergeant Allen take it away. Welcome to the 19th ESC Every Soldier Counts podcast. Wherever you find American troops today, you'll find the men of the Transportation Corps. Enough and on time. That's the story we tell you today. The story of the Army Quartermaster Corps. These youthful servicemen are members of the Army's Military Police Corps. One of the most important forces behind the line. The Army Ordnance Corps. So good morning team. My name is Dalsar Allen. Uh, today we'll be having just a you know quick brief discussion on uh, the 19th um, ESC continuum of harm, right? So uh, if you want, just introduce yourselves. Now we'll get started. Uh, so my name is Corporal Matthew Zom. I work in the G1 here at 19th ESC as the Strength NCO. Um, my name is PV2 Raymond. Um, I just recently came uh, to G1, so I'm still new. Um, I'm a part of Plants and Ops. My name is Specialist Hernandez. I work in uh, EPS, uh, work as, as the actions clerk. Okay, and I am Staff Sergeant Allen. Uh, I just recently came to 19th, e 19th ESC G1, working in the Plants and Ops section. Um, so basically, we'll start off with a, a quick quote, right? So, there is no place in our nation's army for sexual harassment and assault, domestic violence, racism, and extremism, or other harmful behaviors that inhibit readiness. And this is by Honorable Christine Wormuth, the Secretary of the Army. Right, so, just looking into Team 19 continuum of harm, right? So, um, the whole purpose of this uh, aspect, right, you have either green or you have red. There's no middle gray area, right? So mm -hmm. um, you're creating a, a healthy climate of dignity, healthy relationships, and respect where everyone can reach their maximum potential, right? Uh, examples of healthy interactions is communication, trust, consent, and Army values, right? Once you cross that, that red line, um, going into sexual harassment or sexual assault, uh, it's a no-go, right? So there's no, no middle area, there's no gray area, no no yell or anything like that right so it's either right or wrong that's what you would normally see on a you know if you weren't in 19th esc with our normal continual harm there's usually that like green yellow red and so and you're right so now our when our command culture it's literally goes from green straight to red so that there's no none of that that gray line how do y'all feel like that impacts the um the army as a whole or you know within your teams how do you how how would that impact not having that middle gray area? Well, it's either just like 
like good or bad or like yes or no you know it's like a solid answer there's no like oh maybe this is okay like uh, you know yeah i just feel like there's not like questioning about it like the moment you feel uncomfortable um it's like unwarranted like unwarranted like you know advances or like somebody saying things that like make you uncomfortable like um you like you still have to like i guess like um draw the line and like i'm still learning that because there's like situations where i've felt uncomfortable and like i don't know how to like draw the line okay okay so um one of the the big things um as a leader right looking into just the the culture of the army right you have to protect the trust of your team right um so basically having that uh cohesion and and trust within your team um allows you to accomplish the mission you know everybody be able to just uh, feel comfortable within the workplace and be able to you know uh drive drive on so what are some ways of protecting the trust within your team so i like the 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 word you use uh leaders because, you know, when uh, I know a lot of people, when they hear that word, they think, you know, senior NCOs, they, they think officers. A leader is somebody that just takes initiative. Yes. It does not have to be a senior NCO. A private, a private first class, a specialist can be a leader. Yeah. And it's taking that initiative and creating those not, you know, the not permissive command climates where sharp is not allowed a private first class a specialist a pv you know pv2 they can create those command comments yeah okay um i totally agree with that right um a leader isn't just you know an nco or somebody that's within a position of leadership a leader is anybody right it can mm-hmm. be from your mm-hmm. your 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 PV, your private, right, all the way up until command sergeant major, right, or um, you've officer warrant. Um, everybody's a leader, right? Just uh, having those aspects and characteristics and traits of, of a leader uh, makes you a leader, right? Okay, so we're gonna just you know look into look into sharp, right? So what are some um, like so what is sexual assault? What is sexual harassment? What's the difference? Sexual harassment. Okay, go ahead. Oh, okay, sexual harassment is um, like unwanted, inappropriate sexual uh, remarks or like words. It could be verbal, nonverbal. Um, it's some anything that makes you feel uncomfortable, uh, but it's not like the actual act. I think of like following through with, you know, the unwanted sexual whatever. Okay. Raymond, you have any? Um, you said sexual harassment. Harassment, right? yeah. Okay, so, um, so sexual assault is like um, the act or like the crime that you commit. Like, if it's like unwarranted, like on or unwanted um, contact, like sexual contact, or like you know threats, or like somebody like intimidating you. I guess, like I don't know. Okay, so basically, um, basically like some terms that. And that this uh, falls under, so it's like rape, aggravated sexual contact, um, abusive sexual contact, uh, forcible, you know, um, attempts of, you know, whatever the case may be. So that's that's some, you know, some ways of sexual assault, right? Um, how do how how do this affect a person? 
as a person, right? As a human, how do how would this affect you uh, mentally, physically, emotionally? You hit them all three. Yeah. Like it affects all, every single one of those things. You know, you know, mentally, you're you're not there anymore after after uh, sexual harassment or um, sexual assault. Um, you see it all the time. You know, it's, it's traumatizing. It's a trauma. So mentally, you're not there. Physically, you probably don't feel like yourself. So, you know, getting up, going to work every day, it's just, it's not going to be the same. And then, you know, dealing, going and having to, like, work with other people, knowing that you, you know, can I even trust anybody yeah, anymore? Yeah, not knowing who to trust. Who, who do I trust, you know? Because I just went through this traumatizing experience. and Yep. How can, uh, how can this affect mission, mission success, right? Um when we're looking at it in the army aspect, right? Um, and, you know, we get certain tasks and we have a certain mission set. We have to complete this, these tasks or, you know, this mission. How, how will these type of events affect um, a person's, you know? It's 100% trust, you know, it affects trust. You have to be able to look at your left, your right. You know, I'm looking across the mm-hmm. table and you have to be there for your battle buddies. They expect the same thing, and not even have a second thought about it. Because you know, you know, especially in you know the the job that we're in. You know, second guessing leads to to, to accidents, and accidents lead to you know worse things, <laughs> worst case scenarios. Yeah. yeah. You know, so having that that trust allows us to to build better, stronger, cohesive teams. And to accom- be able to accomplish the mission. Yeah, accomplish the mission. And also, like, if you're not, like, 100%, like, uh, mentally there, then how can you, like, um, like focus on working? Like, um, You'll be, like, distracted. Yeah. Thinking about your own personal problems. And maybe you don't know how to, like, you know, go around that, and you're just, like, thinking about it, and you don't know how to, like, ask for help or, like... Or who like, to who ask to for understand. help. Yeah. yeah. So, um, looking to those who have a uh, prior experience of sexual harassment, right, or was by far the most important um, predictor of sexual assault for both women and men in the military, right? Mm-hmm. So, with workplace hostility strong, strongly associated with sexual assault, specifically with the active component, those reporting uh, unwanted gender-related behaviors were more likely to experience sexual assault during the same time period. So, basically, um, for for those individuals who experience sexual assault or sexual harassment um, within the within the um, the same environment, right? And with that hostility, was to go through it again, right? Is is that do that fall more so on um, the leaders within the environment or the service member themselves or the individual themselves? I would say definitely the leaders play a big role. Um, you can't not involve the soldier members because we're the ones that are, are there doing it. But I would say for when I got to Korea, you know, 10 months ago, you know, the first thing, in, you know, 6.30 in the morning, I got I got the brief. Hey, dignity and respect. We we don't allow it in our, in our ranks. And if it happens it's going to be you know there, there will be you consequences. know consequences and it's been that way ever since ever. since i got here so i i think 19th esc does a wonderful job of creating that command climate where we don't you know sharp is no tolerance yeah zero, a tolerance. zero tolerance so 
and I think the our leaders mm-hmm. are definitely the ones that you know like enforce it enforce yeah. it um, so yeah so so far since I've been here at 19 TSC I haven't seen um, uh, any problem of you know um, sexual assault sexual harassment or any forms of you know just unwanted behavior by individuals I think it's more so because the command um, hold hold individuals accountable and they're so um, they're strongly dedicated to the continuum of harm that they um, that they in place uh, within the unit right so looking at um, so you know there's a there's a thing called consent right what is consent because you know a lot of people don't understand um, when somebody tell them no and when somebody gives consent, right? And there's a lot of things that play along into this this aspect, uh, such as like alcohol and you know, and drugs and other things of that sort, right? So uh, briefly, what you know, what is consent? How does that? Consent's you know just a definitive yes, you know, without the without alcohol involved, without you know any other factors that would hinder that mm. decision so if you um, if you were to see um, these events take place right within within the unit right or um, outside you know outside of uniform or in uniform um, what's, what are some ways to report um, these type of you know situations so you could like speak to the chaplain um, your chain of command. Yeah. Um, anybody like mm-hmm. your peers? Like I could, I could talk to Raymond, tell her like this happened. I don't know. I don't know what to do. Okay. So you know you have like your your reporting options, right? So you mm-hmm. have uh, your anonymous. So uh, encourage reporting and keeps you know keeps it safe. Um, informing informal informal, right? So direct third party or chain of command. Uh, which would be informal way of reporting these situations and formal, which would be filing complaints with commander, uh, your SARS or your um, EEO. Why is it important to continue training on sharp policy? Why is that? A, why should that be? Um, uh, uh, why is that important in today's army? To you said to continue training. Yeah, to continue training on sharp policy. Like the policy that we have in place, right? The army has in place. Why is it important to train on these uh, policies that they have implemented? So there's Just, a lot that goes into it, but you know, to keep a cohesive team and accomplish the mission, you know, like those, that's that's what we're trying to do. We're mm-hmm. trying to create that environment of trust where we don't we go into our job knowing that I can trust the person to the left and right of me. And we're going to accomplish the mission, whatever that mission is. Yeah, and to try per- and try to prevent, um, you know, these things to happen in, within your unit. So. Yeah, like a reminder. Or yeah. Like, you know, you, like, you know, not maybe not everyone knows about, like, um, like, the sharp training and everything. But, you know, if, like, like say, like, I just joined the Army, I don't know anything about it. So mm-hmm. if it's, like, constantly um, like being, being, like, re Like a reminder, yeah, yeah. Then, like, everyone like you know learn about it so do you uh have you ever seen uh, individuals you know when the annual sharp training you know comes up right or um they be like hey we got sharp training or 
So do you ever see individuals um, try to dodge those changes because they don't want to sit in a, a room, you know, talk about it for uh, hours? Or you ever seen people who don't take it as serious as it needs to be taken? Well, I have. I've seen people that are like, oh, my God, it's we're doing this again, you know. But, like, it's needed. Yeah. You know, like, you, everybody needs a reminder. Because if they just, like, stop talking about it, like, is it not important? You know what I mean? Yeah. So. Mm-hmm. I would say from, from my last unit that I was in, we, you know, you know, death by PowerPoint, we're doing sharp again. You know, it wasn't, I don't, it wasn't the way that 19th ESC does it. I feel like when we, we've done all of our sharp things, we've had senior leaders, you know, in the theater with us right there with, with junior enlisted, with, mm-hmm. with NCOs. They're right there, you know, right behind us, you know, in the same training, getting yeah. the same training, not, and even, you know, with the code environment, they're they're virtually at least, you know, in the getting the same brief. So I think they take it way more seriously here, and it it shows, especially you know, with the command climate that we have. One hundred percent. Okay. And, um, have any of you uh, attended the ambassador course? Uh, for no, I haven't. Not yet, but I should be um, this month. This month. Yeah. Um, with with uh, with little. Um, insight on what the ambassador course um, entails. What do you think uh, it all will entail as far as um, what you will learn and how you will be able to, you know, think and react to certain situations after you attend the course? I just feel like um, just like learning about it would be like how to prevent it um, and just like seeing like the warning signs and like how you can help others. Um, before, like, you know, it crosses, like, um, the red line. Um, and I don't know, just, like, being able to help others, like, you know, like, everyone has a voice, and sometimes, like, I think some people feel like their voice is, like, silenced after something happens, but, you know, like, you know, if they feel comfortable talking to you, like, with a trust, like, you know, they they might be able to, like, open up to you about it and, you know, you know how to, like, go about it and how, like, yeah. you have the tools to, like, help them, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so um, some observance, right, that the Army has seen um, dated 1 March 2022, right? So uh, leaders and soldiers must work together to build uh, camaraderie and trust among the ranks, right? That's, like, number one. That's a that's a thing that should, you know, um, that should take place. Um, moving on to, you know, soldiers who are survivors of sexual assault and sexual harassment will be treated with dignity and respect. Um, you know, a lot of people who finds out somebody um, went through these type of events, they try to, you know, belittle them and say, hey, you know, it, it wasn't their fault, you know, the case may be, or you're lying, you know. Or, like, you shouldn't people, put yourself in that position. Yeah, put yourself in that position. People try to, you know, make it, make them the bad person, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. Um, so the Army seemed like, hey, no, people who have went through this, you know, you don't know the type of situation that uh, that they encounter and what happened, right? So if you're from the outside looking in, you know, treat them with dignity and respect. Don't just, you know, try to throw them under the bus or say it was their fault or try to make them feel worse than they already feel you know mm-hmm. um also the army encourages reporting and thoroughly investigates unrestricted reports of sexual assault and complaints of sexual harassment offenders are held appropriately accountable for their actions so uh more now than ever you see a lot of people who commit these acts and these crimes uh they're being they're they're taking a accountable for their actions right so we're, we're seeing 
they're seeing consequences. Consequences, for it. yep, uh, more than ever. So um, that's just a, a little observance um, that the army has has pushed out. Um, so, um, are you guys familiar with the Sharp program? And you know what all it it offers to service members and soldiers. Yeah, I am. A little bit. Do you feel like um, that the Sharp program is a strong tool for service members to have um, while you know accomplishing day to day tasks and you know trying to just try to describe these type of situations? Yeah. Right. Yeah. Like, yeah. Okay. It's just like a reminder, like. And they know they have somewhere to, like, you know, like a process that they can go to, Mm -hmm. you know. It's not just, you know, like your, like, options, like your resources. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, um, what is an example that you all have seen or uh, what could be an example that uh, you'll be able to, you know, elaborate on that you've seen as far as sexual assault, sexual harassment? No, I haven't, but like we've heard and um and we know we have all these tools or these um different um what is it like organizations almost I think that we can go to. Um I don't know what they're called. I forgot. Agencies. Agencies, yeah. So for for me, like at least like if if I was out, um, like let's say like um somebody like you know told me like hey like is this person making you uncomfortable and like you know that right there like makes me feel comfortable knowing that there's somebody out there looking out for me or even like sergeant allen who's my nco like he's like hey like if anyone ever makes you feel uncomfortable or says anything to you like let me know like and i I can help you out like we can handle it and that makes me feel safe like knowing that my leader is like looking out for me like yeah so um within you know we all we all um live in the barracks right um so there's a lot of within you know korea there's a high a high rate of you know these type of acts taking place right so one year turnaround people come they do things that they're not supposed to do and they leave right um so living in the barracks what is uh have you ever seen any type of you know um events take place in the barracks or um, within 19th ESC, how do you feel living in the barracks and in um, in uh, response to sexual assault and sexual harassment? I mean, I personally haven't seen anything, yeah. and I I feel safe being here. Yeah, I feel comfortable. Like I don't feel like I'll be like I don't know like harassed or anything or like catcalled. You don't even bring up the fact that you know three out of four of us live on the same floor so we can take the same elevator go our separate ways down the halls and we have that trust where you know they don't have to worry about anything i don't have to worry about anything so we have that that trust so april is sexual assault awareness and prevention month right um this year theme is prevention starts with you um in 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 a brief uh, description um, what does that mean? What is what is what does it mean to to the why, uh, why prevention starts with us, right? At the individual. I just feel like no, like the moment you feel like um, 
like you're getting like unwanted or like um you're just like the moment you feel uncomfortable like you know being like educated so like learning about it like the moment you feel uncomfortable like you say something yeah so it just stops right speak there. up yeah mm -hmm. okay so basically you know just having trust within that's that trustworthy again you know mm -hmm. uh, trust mm -hmm. is a is a huge thing so basically going back to that right just trusting trusting each other um and within your team and uh your leaders and people yeah, and that you're around each other too yeah having respect so uh just a quick you know summary so the army reinforces the role of, and responsibility of every member of the army team to prevent sexual assault sexual harassment associated retaliation if these offenses occur, leaders will ensure victims are afforded professional, compassionate, and comprehensive care. When it comes to harmful behaviors such as sexual harassment, sexual assault, and associated retaliation, the only person responsible for committing the act is the perpetrator, right? So, but all members of the team are responsible for each other's safety and well-being. Um, so, with that being said, uh, do any anyone have any questions or anything you would like to you know bring up at this time? So just be diligent. Be that future leader that, you know, doesn't just have to be here in Korea. Just wherever you go in your Army career, be that leader that, you know, sets the standard. Yeah, and stand up for each other. Zero tolerance. Speak up. And, like, if you have the opportunity to, like, learn more about it, like, you know, with, like, the ambassador course or, like, um, just, like, the training, you know, it doesn't hurt to, like, learn more about it so, you, you know, you can help other people. Like, maybe it, it might not affect you, but you can help someone else. Like, you know, if a situation happens, like, you know how to handle it. You're not just like, oh, I don't really know what to do. I can't, you know, really help you. Yeah, yeah. So um, that's, some, that's some great points, right? Uh, so I'm just leave, I'm going to leave it with this, right? So um, a huge thing that uh, I basically... Um, I like to validate is protected trust, right? So professionalism, integrity, reputation, partnership, and no corrosion. Corrosion. When I say no corrosion, I'm, I mean the the sharp, right? The sexual the mm -hmm. sexual mm -hmm. assault and sexual harassment, right? So if you if you if we do all those aspects, right? Be professional, have integrity uh, within the team. Um, your reputation means a lot, right? So the way you carry yourself. Um, when I say partnership, I mean camaraderie, right? So teamwork you know and just um just prevent these from happening like that to protect the trust within the team and the army and uh 19th esc is doing a great job of doing that all right so thank you all for participating in this and i hope you all learned a few things uh from this conversation and this and this discussion and i hope you all that are uh, listening can take a take a um a bit of this information and uh push it out to your team and your units and uh, basically drive on. Thank you. Team 19. Team 19. Team 19.